Hi. Hey, hey. So today we are celebrating. We're celebrating 10 years of being PKs. We're celebrating surviving 10 years of being PKs. And because of that, we have a special, special guest, um, a fellow PK, our fellow PK, member of KRC, our sister. Introduce yourself. Our Skyla. Welcome to Bottom Bunk Skyla. How do you yeah. feel? Um, I feel like I got accepted into the club of this society. Society. <laughs> Well, it's a we're glad. Not a secret society. It's, it's not a cult. On the bottom bunk. Welcome to the bottom party. party. We're so sorry that it's we're not on an actual bed. Those vibes are better. But <laughs> this is the bottom bunk today. The dining room table. Why not? We gotta get some celebratory like music. Do we though? So, like we don't have to. No. It's just really acting like she's editing. But it's like <laughs> it's just celebratory. The vibes are lit. So yeah, it's been ten years at KRC. Ten <sighs> years of ministry and we started in 2012 i was 12 years old when i must have been 10 then yep when krc started i was just thinking this i don't think i processed anything at 10 hmm. like i remember mommy and daddy sitting us down and being like so we're gonna start a church what do you think and i feel like my reaction to that was like no reaction just i didn't like, have a reaction either okay yeah when they first told us we were having a church i was just like think we knew what it meant yeah i was like okay sounds like a y'all thing have fun no you stayed (laughs) like that for the good first five years but sounds like a y'all thing but you know for me over time i think i grew some hostility towards it the first few years um i mean not literally but i feel what you're saying so this is celebration so happy anniversary Happy anniversary to KRC, but that's not why we're here. We're here to talk about the past 10 years of being PKs and how it has changed us and scarred us and made us better people. Yeah. Or maybe it hasn't made you a better person yet. Skyla was too. Yeah. I'm very interested to hear. Yeah, Skyla, what do you remember? What's the earliest thing you remember about KRC? Um, I remember, I don't remember moments. I just remember noticing a lot of things. Mm. I just... Do you remember your feelings? What did you notice? I noticed the floor. I really liked the floor. Not her counting the floor tiles. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I just like the color. It's random. Uh, how did how did it make you feel being at church? No, better question. How did it make you feel to grow up in a church and like? That's the way it's always been. I didn't know to have any feelings about it. I was just there. Fair. Fair. She said, I was just there. We were all just there, sis. We were all just here. <laughs> Do you feel like it's helped or hindered your relationship with God on the personal Ooh, level? Getting <laughs> I think it helps, but in some way it hinders because it's sometimes like you get tricked into a feeling of entitlement and that makes you vulnerable. Mm. Like, Wait, entitlement, entitlement Same to what? Yeah. Like, um, my dad's a preacher and my mom's a minister. She can cover me and I don't need to talk to God right now. And she'll pray with me later. It's fine. Oh, interesting. Because yeah, we talked about covering his last time. Yeah, we did. And how important it is to like get out on your own and like establish your own mm-hmm. covering. We talked it was that. easier to push it aside sometimes. Mm-hmm feel like oh yeah like so many people have told me like I'm anointed and like God is like leading you or something and that's a good point your mom and dad are like blessed and their blessing was on you and you're like okay yes I'm glad you brought yeah. this up because I feel like I felt that way a little bit but I couldn't quite explain it sometimes mm-hmm. and like like you explained it really well like that mm-hmm. entitlement of like people telling you like you're blessed and stuff but like you can't remember specific moments of like why you think you're especially blessed but you're just mm-hmm. like god must really like me you know and then something happens and you're like oh shoot like does he like me or like i thought he liked me and like my blessing didn't look the way i wanted it and i just thought that was interesting because recently people have been saying like I've been listening to people who have been saying like blessings we think of them as like gifts but they're really just like assignments and like 
they come with tests and like mm-hmm. it's not necessarily like, the good gift everybody packages us. that made me anyway. that made me think of um mom bought me a shirt that said god's favorite and i was like very hesitant to wear it because <laughs> i was like everyone's god's favorite no. <laughs> and she was like it's okay to say that you're God's favorite. And I was like, I'll if just you're one of his put it aside for another guy. On the top. <laughs> <laughs> one of God's favorite. That's interesting that you bring that up, though. Because I I feel like kind of the opposite in the way that I think. Like, I kind of think that I have to measure up to something. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to meet God's expectation to get anything that he allows me to get. And mm-hmm. I don't know where that came from. But I don't know. I maybe just from, like, the age differences and like the perceptions differences but I don't know I feel like I kind of got like the opposite out of all that like yeah I don't know that's interesting I think I felt that kind of way with like people like sometimes it feels like oh like I have to present myself in a certain way because people know like me as my dad's daughter or whatever like they expect a certain thing when they look at me but then also I was thinking about I remember like right after the church started when we went down to North Carolina was like yeah it's gonna be hard but god's gonna bless you because of who your parents are and like all that do you remember that oh i do remember that conversation she was like yeah it's like it's it's a lot but like you just like keep on like yeah she was talking about like people were gonna like hey yeah like yeah i do remember that's what i remember most i think is a lot of like people trying to prepare us for things that like and I'm the type of person where, like, when people prepare me for things, I expect those things. Yep. Like, I don't take them as, like, oh, this could happen. It's like, oh, this is probably going to happen. And you just kind of, like, deal yeah. with it. And it kind of makes you guarded. Like, yeah, for me, I know I had that effect for sure. I like, was really guarded. I felt like I had to put on a front and, like, make yeah. sure people didn't, like, have any ammo against me. Like, that's how I felt. That's where we were different, I feel like. Because I feel like definitely, like, me, when my, my front was very, like, no like I'm not gonna deal with you at all like I don't know I just think it's funny because like I don't think I noticed that I had a front but like when people would like come over to our house and be like oh Madison's so different like in her house I'd be like yes it's because I don't like you like you you know whatever and when I had that like thing with minister and she was talking about like my attitude or whatever I was like my attitude is there for a reason like mm. you're coming at me there's a reason I have an attitude like I don't yeah. nobody puts armor up around pillows like that doesn't make sense Fine. so I love that oh should we snap for it yeah. I feel like I could have done a better simile but it's it's 11 o'clock <laughs> that's not even a simile yeah it's I don't yeah I don't think I realized that I put on the front really it kind of just was like oh people are gonna do this so I better like stay guarded and like mm-hmm. make sure they can't say anything bad against about me or anything mm-hmm. like that and like you know smile on people's face the whole big shebang but like I think over time it turned into like actually like you know caring about people that's why I think it's so interesting because I feel like we came from different points of the spectrum but we all sort of like ended up in the temperate middle yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> so funny sounds about right <laughs> you really come to care about these people after 10 years and like I I didn't have problems with that at all because I'm still I was like so young no one really like they didn't expect much of me but now that I'm getting older it's like I have to decide Mm -hmm. like do I want to just like you gotta decide who you want to be yeah and I just I guess sometimes it feels like those are all my options like I could be like Kayla who's like always really nice and fun mm. and outgoing I could be like Madison who's kind of in between and then we could be like Christian who's like just there and kind of <laughs> that's fair and then I could just be like and then a whole different person and then Grayson came along and I was like I just thought about it even more because I was like she's just like mimicking everything that we do mm, yeah. and I don't know it just feels like a little more pressurized uh just a tad bit because of that that's understandable do you do you know like who you want to be like what you want to be in church yeah I think I've decided I think I'm just like people are just probably going to see me as rude I think ah you know Scott I think for you it's a little different because when we were figuring that out like we barely knew people yeah and you've known these people for 
they've known you since it's also that they they've watched you grow up so like the way that you come off is like they know you a little bit more about you yeah so they know who you are even though like like you may choose to put on the front but at the end of the day they they already know who you are right they've so i don't think anybody's gonna see you as rude they'll probably be like oh that's skylar she's so you know like a teenager now like yeah i don't know i think i think kids don't hide their like their like personalities Mm-mm. as much no, and i like and you definitely didn't scott no <laughs> you definitely didn't you still don't you you're still don't. who you are yeah. yeah you're pretty much the same how about your own place yeah i was i've just been thinking more about how like we were talking i was talking to mommy yesterday about how people lie a lot of time and how like you'll probably like lie at least once to a stranger in the first 10 minutes you're talking to them mm. i think i just what i mean by rude is just I just want to be a very out, outright saying a person in a respectful way, but even I though being respectful. Yeah, I, was say, you're, yes. you're, I think you are like that. And I think that, I mean, I have different like feelings about it because to me, I feel like that everybody has the potential to rub everybody the wrong way. And like, yes, you should be nice and come to people in love, but that doesn't necessarily mean that your tone is like, you don't have to necessarily coat things in sugar and honey to like, come from a place of love and like people don't always understand that and yes like you can be nice but I don't know I feel like we're at the point where like you know it or you don't yeah I mean there's a difference too between sugarcoating and respect yeah that so too. you can say something respectfully without you know trying to like cover up what you're really trying to say yeah I mean just say what you need to say and say it respectfully you know don't take away anyone's dignity obviously or yeah. like I was thinking a lot of like what you said in terms of I mean you're talking about like kind of attitude but I'm thinking more in terms of like role because I feel like when we like when we first started we were kind of thrown into roles and I did not want to be in my I really think about this a lot it was very unfair for me to be put in the position I was because we started seeing on praise and worship the minute church started you were 12 I was 10 years old I had absolutely no business being on a praise and worship team and I mean, it's kind of like the child actor thing. Like, I don't have a problem with it now, but there was a lot of pressure put on me at the time. Sing louder, stop fidgeting. What are you doing? Like, I'm 10 years old. Like, I'm not even in middle school yet. True. Like, or like I had just like gotten into sixth grade or gotten out of sixth grade. Like, that was not fair at all. That was really weird. You know what? I never thought about it that way, but like putting it in that perspective, like, makes a lot of sense like you we really were just forced to kind of like do that like we weren't really yeah. like asked about it we weren't talked to about it we weren't trained properly you know we just kind of were like thrown in front of people and expected to like succeed do it fine and like without a problem and yes. just like that is a lot of pressure for a kid for one and it doesn't to like, set the tone for worship for a whole church at 10 years old is absolutely crazy yeah <laughs> I mean, even me, like 12 years old 12 is, is absolutely it's not crazy. I mean, I guess I think reasonable. it's not reasonable. I guess I think of it differently because you were into singing at the time. I was fully not. Like, they fully, like, tried to get me into something that I did not, right. like, was not interested yeah. in at all. Like, I had no experience singing on stage, never done a solo. I had done two auditions at the time, tanked them both. Like, I had absolutely no confidence, no reason to be in front of people. Yeah, even though I like singing, I think... The fact that, you know, I wasn't asked, you know, I wasn't trained, I wasn't, you know, I didn't really understand the significance of it. And I really didn't want to do it half the time. I don't know. I think that's interesting that you felt that anyone felt the need for praise and worship in a room full of six people. But six. That's like five or six people. But even then it was like it still wasn't necessary. I don't know. It was just a lot of like pressure, a lot of like a lot of like sing louder why don't you sing louder it's like because I'm 11 like what do you mean why my lungs are literally like as big as my fist and that went on for years years because it's been 10 years it went on from literally from I was 10 it's been 10 years of people continuously I don't know I just feel like if I had to choose a role or like a role that I wanted to play in church I definitely like wanted to play drums when I was younger like I was into stuff I was really into AV stuff at the time and I just wasn't given the like space to do what I wanted to do mm-hmm. and obviously like I kind of enjoy praise and worship now I'm not like it's still not like my thing but 
I know that they pushed me in it because they felt like I was gifted in that area, like I was anointed in that area, but that's not how you go about that. No, it's not. You don't throw us in the deep end. Mm-mm. Okay. Uh-huh. Rosebud Thorne. Okay. Skyla. Do you know Rosebud Thorne? I see. Yes. Okay. So we're doing it for the whole 10 years, best part, worst part, what you're looking forward to. I need a minute to think. Okay. I mean, I'm going to think too. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Can I check them first? Oh, Wait, we're going to circle. You seem really excited. We can go in age order then. <laughs> I'm trying to think of my thorn. Lucky you. <laughs> I feel like there's multiple I could choose from, but I should have to pick the biggest one. Okay. All right. You good? Yes. Okay. You we're going to go in age order. No, no. We're going to go in age order. You can go first as our guest. Skyla, our guest, can go first. Um, the worst part is the assumptions about pastors' kids, I think. Who was making assumptions? I think it was just mainly like the one assumption, it, which is pastors' kids, they know everything about like Jesus and stuff. And like their to be parents. Fair, you know a lot. Okay, but as you should. That's like I think Ooh. most of that I know is like biblical, and um, it's not opinionated. Or I mean, not that it has to be opinionated. It's more like there's just no like explanation, and there are just questions about certain things that I didn't have the answers to for a while, and it felt like I can't go to dad because he's like working all the time, and then he has like his message and stuff, and sometimes to like just I don't know. I think that is a common misconception that like SPKs, our pastors are accessible to us. Yeah. Um, What I'm looking forward to is just having like more growth in the church as like, Mm -hmm. just like, I don't know, getting an act together. I don't know what exactly we should work on, but I just know that there's a lot of developmental issues. My rose is... I liked being social, like be able to meet all those people. It just gave me an advantage, I think. And it taught me a lot about people and how to interact with them. And I think that's one of my favorite things about just being who I am in a pastor's kids role. It's just, I know how to interact with different different types of people. And I think it helps me relate to people. That's awesome. Okay, that was really good. That was really good. I did mine by like events. Mm-hmm. I did mine too. Okay, okay. Now I'm thinking I should have done it by qualities, but I guess they sort of go hand in hand. Yeah, mine go hand in hand. So for my thorn, I'll start off with a thorn. I picked my stint as youth leader. That was a huge <laughs> thorn to me because of the drama and which drama? The restorative circle I had to have with the youth minister at the time. Um, that whole thing like yeah. people have a habit of dealing with me as though I'm an adult and I have a habit of dealing as with adults as though I am an adult and some adults like they find it cute until it's not <laughs> let's just be real and so I think I was in my junior year and I was youth leader and I was like trying to do stuff and I don't even know what happened honestly somebody found a reason to get mad at me I said something it was I, a text you sent yeah no, she sent me a text that was disrespectful. Anyway, it was a series of things. Like, it was a series of events leading up to the point where, like, I had to get my parents involved and, like, I had to, like, CC mommy and daddy on these messages because it was getting, like, wild. And then we had to have a restraint circle. And that was my thorn because I think that was, like, where I was at my low point because I was kind of trying, to, like, I felt, like, moved to do things and it felt like there were all these obstacles. But also it was kind of, like, refreshing to see mommy and daddy on my side for once and I did really appreciate that they defended me during that meeting Mm -hmm. my rose was the like year like 2016 to 2018 was kind of fire for us like this early days of like church without walls and the spaghetti dinners and then the gala for the fifth year anniversary all the way up until like the North Carolina trip like that kind of mm-hmm. golden year where we were just like doing stuff and we were really like yeah. doing a lot of outreach and touching people the prime of our lives yeah <laughs> yeah the like the initial golden years we'll call it that was like really good 
Um, yes. And I enjoyed that experience because I really like doing outreach and like getting my hands, not yeah. dirty, but like working with my hands. Yeah. And then my bud, I'm really looking forward to getting our college ministry established and like getting our youth ministry established. <laughs> but low key, I'm also really excited to see what like all of us are going to do in the ministry and with our own ministries, with the skills that we've acquired from True. being PKs, because that. like even this podcast and like our little devotionals, and, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just really excited to see what fruit comes from this terrible time me oh, too i didn't mean that like it hasn't all been terrible, like, but i feel like i'm gonna start with my bud because i feel like mine's just similar to both yours like i'm really excited just to see our members develop as skylar said like i'm ready to see people growing and moving and feeling mm-hmm. confident in their faith and like i i think you know our youth especially are gonna be like really influential and they're really passionate and they really go hard and so I'm excited to like see how they grow and like be a part of that process I think my thorn and sorry if this sounds too so dramatic it, it probably isn't as dramatic as I'm making she it sound. the first day no <laughs> no but I feel like the first few years mm-hmm. like we kind of our family was sacrificed a little bit mm-hmm. um, a lot of it yeah as far as just like our parents and like our relationship with them and their relationship with each other mm-hmm. I think it was very rough to see that go down it was just a lot of like chaos mm-hmm. in our home and I that was really a low point for me because I felt very like I felt like it was a time in my life where I needed my parents mm-hmm. and I kind of didn't I don't know it was just you know it is what it is but it was just one of those things. So um, it was a sacrifice. I still like Major Thorn, a lot of sacrifice. Yeah. But um, my rose, similar to you, was like Church Without Walls circa 2015. Yes. <laughs> like those times, it, it just felt it like, it felt like, you know. It felt it like felt, something. Yeah, it felt like a part of something, like having an impact on the community, watching people come together and like enjoying you know, that time of service and being a part. And, you know, we just, like, we're so comfortable with each other. Like, we're yeah. so just comfortable with the ministry. Loki, sorry, I didn't want to cut you off. I just, I was talking to some of the youth the other day, and they were like, oh, like, we want to, like, hang out. We want to, like, be closer. And I was just thinking about, like, the OG, like, youth group and, like, how close we all were. We were. We were always like- together. And it was, like, a good time because we knew, like, you know, we were helping each other out. We were pulling up water from downstairs and bring it outside all those and chairs like, all the chairs mm. it was hot but you know we did together and we had fun and we laughed yeah. through it and it was nice I, I love I miss those days because mm. it felt like a second family like you know that's how that's how I want our church to be yeah um, I think it's just like you were just saying how like 2012 and like 2014 was like really hard but then like 2015 and 2016 is like the golden age and it's like for the church because it's not for us oh okay (laughs) well it just makes me think of like just what happened between that 2018 and 2019 2017 period a lot of things happened what happened like what happened after the golden years like oh because like i feel like after that really big sacrifice there was like just a lot of like a really good time and it's crazy because I don't even remember that I just remember it being like really cool I don't remember any of the fights or anything or that's anything. good yeah that's that is good, good but it's like <sighs> <laughs> that's because you don't remember <laughs> yeah I mean I remember a lot of what home life was like I just remember what I was like in the sixth and seventh and eighth grade and high key I was more concerned with my own thing like church was a blip on my radar mm-hmm. but <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I made a lot of personal strides in those years. Um, but yeah. Madison, I have a question for you. Yeah, yeah. So if you had to do it again, start from the beginning, mm. be a PK from the from the top, from the 10-year-old, mm-hmm. how would you do it differently? Oh, that's a good question. I try to live my life with little regrets. So I don't know that I would do anything differently. I'm fine with the way it all happened. Mm-hmm um yeah I'm fine with the way it all went down like I'm not bitter against anybody you know like people that don't like me don't like me but I have fun with it mm-hmm. like I love it when people dislike me drama is so fun 
not like I I don't mean that like <laughs> I don't mean that like, I love I the ones that don't like me I don't so I mean I like it because I know they don't have a reason to like when people dislike you for no reason there's something funny about that like I'm 10 years old and you have a problem with me that's hilarious that's all I am saying honestly I wish I was like that sometimes anyway do you guys have any things you would do over um if I could do it all again I would probably no I might mm. no <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to have no regrets like I'm sad I mean I don't feel like I really did anything to be honest. yeah that's fair like I felt mm. no <laughs> But I, I don't know, I just think sometimes I feel like I did the best I could with yeah. the situation that I was given. I feel that. Because at first I was thinking, like, maybe I would have, like, tried a little harder with prison worship, but I, I tried as hard as I could, you know? And, like, sometimes it's not enough for people, but you know yeah. what's enough for you. And, like, people still might say that I'm not doing good enough. And I'm, then you get up there, sis. Right. I think that... exactly. If I had to go back, then I would probably be more confident and bolder in what I say to people. Like, if she, if she just, if someone said, like... Skyla, the way you see yourself is so interesting to me that you don't think you're that person already. Because I would describe you as that person. No, it's just because the lady was like, you can't have private chefs. That's unrealistic. And you're like, so you can't tell your dog. You're like, I would never say that. Just don't want. Yeah. Because you're not, when you say I mean, stuff, you you're not to. like a smart aleck. You just say stuff. Like, you say what's on your mind. Yeah, I'm a little bit of a smart aleck. But that's like my way of like saying stuff because I learned how to say stuff without saying it. You learn how to, we all learn how to do different things. And you're a straight talker because that's what you learn. But that doesn't mean that you're not giving off the same impression like you're still bold you still say what you need to say mm -hmm. you know I don't know I just think it's funny that you don't see yourself that way because I think everybody around you sees you as a very bold and like outspoken person yeah and somebody that's not afraid to speak their mind yeah I mean unless you're holding stuff back from us and we don't know no that would be scary <laughs> you say a lot <laughs> no comment <laughs> yeah that's cool. Can you ask the trivia questions? Are there any more? Do you want to do trivia questions? Or oh, anything? yeah, do the trivia questions. Okay. All right. Um, Unless you had any more questions you want to finish first, like any more discussion you want to have? Um, no, think? I think I was just, no, I think we did good with the Rosebud Thorn. Oh, I have one question. This is fun. I feel like when like Skyla talked about the PK like reputation but I feel like that was a very like niche thing like it wasn't a very like prominent thing in pop culture except for the PK show which had ended by the time that our church started oh, that's freaking show yeah so a lot of times it felt like a lot of times I felt like I was hanging on to like an old cliche until I got to school and I literally had a teacher who had a problem with me because I was a PK. I remember that, that. teacher. She just hated me in general. I um, remember. That. But there was another boy in my class who was a PK, and she like loved this man like he was her prince charming. It was kind of inappropriate. <laughs> like she was like, "Oh yeah, I had dreamed about him, and like any of you guys would be lucky to marry this guy. He's so sweet, and like, like that teacher needs to be fired." <laughs> And he went on this mission trip to like Bali and whatever. And she was like, oh yeah, he's so cool. But me, she was like, you know, PKs are the wildest ones. And is she related to the PKs? Man? Oh, you know, she said she said PKs have the most devil in them. <laughs> that teacher disgusted me. I remember mean, we talked yeah. about her all the time. She was different and she disliked me. And I don't know what it was. That's why I say like people just dislike me for some reason, especially when I was younger. I don't know what about a child made you hate them, but go off public school teachers are so unhappy in general i mean that's not true i had a lot of really great public school teachers she was just different and she was an english teacher so that hurt me english teachers are supposed to be cool and she was not anyway oh, so i'm disgusting. just like curious like what your guys is like experience like with cliches. with the with the pk like in pop culture in media with your friends mm -hmm. i don't know i felt like it was interesting you want to answer 
Um, I just, I don't, I don't really have like interactions. I particularly avoid telling that, like, that's the first thing I tell about people. Daddy, I went to camp at the Children's Bible Ministry. Like, I, yes, it was a ministry. Yes, it's Christian. But he introduced himself. He was like, yes, I'm Pastor Christian Hall. It was very funny. <laughs> he also was talking to small children, which I thought was No, weird. he was talking to an adult. He was introducing himself to No, but he also, like, introduced himself to the girls in the cabin and, like, everybody around. Because he's just a social person. Oh, just like, oh, he didn't do that to us. You don't remember when he left? And he was like, bye, whatever her name was. And this girl was like, I was like, we're talking to her. Yeah, he's what he he made friend with my second grade girl. She he made friends with her. She hated my guts. And now he was friends with my this girl. Oh yeah, I remember. That and this girl just loved him. And did she have was that dad? when you were at George Washington, right? Yes. Did she I have remember. a dad? Her, did she have a dad? Yes, but oh. I was just curious. Actually, maybe. She didn't oh, that's dad. another good thing you didn't mention. I feel like one of the like really interesting things to come to terms with is that when you become a PK, your dad becomes everybody else's dad. But he's sometimes a better dad to other people than you. Ooh. Ooh. Well, I understand that. I feel like I don't know. I kind of feel like, yeah, I just, yeah. I think I feel like I learned that very quickly and I just rolled with it. <laughs> like I didn't yeah, really I like the same way. I couldn't, mm. I knew I couldn't really do anything about it. I mean, like, so I, I try like, sometimes. Sometimes I feel bad, but it's like. I mean, I feel like at first it didn't bother me because the youth there had parents, but then we started getting youth who came in without their parents, and it was like, yeah, this isn't cool. Like, <laughs> you know, it's just like the way he schedules his time. Mm-hmm. It's like he has like s- scheduled at times, like for on time, and it's like okay, he counsels him. Yeah, yeah, but I need counseling too. Then you should make an appointment. You should get a real counselor. Ooh, I mean. So, I mean, I'm just saying you should pursue counseling. Do other options. With get better help. It's not. This no, not it's just. Ad. It's not. I don't think you want counseling from your father. I know that's the thing. I was like, at first, I minded, and I was like, the way he's explained things is not how I like that. And I would much rather talk to. Yeah, it's my just not it's, my mother. It's a conflict of interest in psychology. We don't counsel our family members. It's not something we do no I just thought about that because I don't know I feel like like you said like a lot of things we went through early on we I kind of like was an independent person you go through a lot of yeah. stuff alone and we lean on I each other I was very independent of but really recently stuff was happening and I felt like daddy was really there and that like surprised me in a way but also was like kind of cool good I don't know I just thought that was interesting because I feel like that was one of the things that like you don't necessarily prepare yourself for how that feels. You know, it's like that thing. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have like have half siblings or like step siblings? Because mm-hmm. I do all the time, and I think it feels very similar mm-hmm. to having those kids at the church. Yeah. And like when Father's Day came around, I don't know. It's just funny to me. That's an interesting perspective. I never thought about it like that. Really? No. I guess I just kind of expected it to happen that way. Like I didn't. We weren't prepared for every uh, thing that could happen. It was like, and neither were they. Yeah, that that's true. It was like people might not like you, but you didn't prepare us for people that really like us, or like people that do too much, or like are too involved. In yeah, I think they talk about too much of the things that are like the worst, and they like try and prepare you for the worst, but they don't prepare you for the details. They can yeah, no. Okay, so let's do this. What advice would you give to the other PKs and other children whose pastors are starting? Whose fathers are studying? Not whose pastors. Whose pastors are becoming their fathers? <laughs> whose fathers are becoming their pastors? I would say that it's okay to speak up. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to get what you need and advocate for yourself. Yeah. That's really important. I feel like that was one of the, the things that parents did was like creating that space occasionally for us to like, like I feel like at the end of the day, our parents were really like there for us, even if like it wasn't when we needed it all the time or like exactly how we needed it. But 
they try all those incessant like family meetings family check-ins like they might not have been regular but when it came down to it when there were issues they really showed up interesting i never thought of them as check-ins i, I mean, don't know you remember mommy would sit down and be like so how are you guys i just want to check in how are you feeling and like she wouldn't do it often but sometimes she'd be like so how are we this week how did you enjoy that service and that event or like what did you think of that event and like sometimes they kind of felt more like feedback sessions but like or like focus groups but I think she really tried to like I think she tried to create a space where we felt like we could come talk to her and I don't think we always take advantage of it but I know that like when I did have issues with that one minister or when I had issues with another minister or you know with like other people you know I I did feel occasionally supported and I did feel like I had people to advocate for me and help me advocate for myself because God knows I didn't feel that way that's good I'd say just find other people you can like use for support and support each other like hopefully you have siblings if you're an only child you're just I thought because <laughs> um, I accidentally made my PK character like have like a younger sister that's like really young I was like oh shoot is he gonna talk to you um and I just think like I was put in a position like right now where I don't have a bunch of friends where I can talk to you but I have more than reasonable yes. amount of siblings not a more, more than reasonable <laughs> That is simple love that you got us. Okay. According to the CDC. Not oh. to the CDC. <laughs> CDC. So they even do CDC. I don't know. Yes, I was just thinking when you were saying how you're. All right. Anyway, it's just good to have someone to support you when you can't talk That's to your parents. Good. That's, That's good, good stuff. Yeah. Dang, what would I do if I was the only child? I guess I'd run away. That's what I I think that I would have to move out. I feel that. I think that because how do you handle all that pressure on your own? I have no idea. I have no idea. I think I did a lot of yeah. That's that's I think my advice is that like it's not easy, but the advice they give you that like it's hard but at the end of the day like it becomes something and I think that you made a really good point of like our parents were always trying to like make us feel like it was our business and like it was our thing but I think what I would say is like take your time and like go with the flow you know because I feel like in the moment it feels like a lot of pressure in the moment's really hard it's really easy to feel like you want to give up or like you're so overwhelmed but if you I feel like if you take it one day at a time like one Sunday at a time and you don't forget your personal relationship with God and you don't forget to lean on him and that you like I don't know you really make it you make the experience your own like Mm -hmm. you don't forget about that your input matters your feedback is valued greatly (laughs) yeah that's good and like I don't know I, I definitely think that like you shouldn't rush to take it all on your own because it's really easy to feel disconnected from it at first and like like that's a you thing you know and I don't know I just feel like it's hard when your parents push you into something that you don't want to do but at the end of the day all things are working together yeah Skylar really wants trivia now so let's do that I guess we'll do trivia I'm excited because I I was supposed to write questions I didn't okay all right first question this is an easy one. You need a buzzer. Um, a buzzer. We don't. We'll just do buzz. just just do buzz. buzz. Okay. Make the buzz sound. Okay. Okay. First question: How did KRC used to celebrate members' birthdays? Bzz. Wait, wait. I buzzed in too fast. We used to bring in cupcakes every every third or fourth Sunday and sing the happy birthday song. Wrong. Wrong. Um, oh, and they had to wait. go on the programs because I had to type up people's yeah. names. Um, no, I we think no. I want my bell to be different. Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> you don't have to we use your did, hand. We, huh? You don't have to use your hand. She was oh, yeah, I know. I just want one that way. Um, well, I remember that she put it on the program and then she did the happy birthday to you and everyone had to sing along. And Sister D was like, uh, play the whole song and then we would do cupcakes yeah madison got it right but it was on second sunday oh okay 
I knew I it. remember cupcakes. They used, used to bring, bring in cupcakes every, every second, second, second. Yeah. That's not true. You did. You, you were probably eating you all of the cupcakes. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, next one. Sounds like me. Okay. Where was the first KRC youth trip? Ooh, wait. Oh, this was with this oh, buzz. Yep. It was a mall, but I get my malls confused. Nope. It wasn't. Oh, yep. Was it Adventure Park USA? No. Oh, shoot. No. I don't know. I wasn't there early enough. You guys are going too far. It was bowling, and cousin Trina organized it. That's because I hate bowling. Why do I remember that? <laughs> I was thinking about the mall trip. Okay. Yeah, that wasn't the first one. No. Fair okay, next one. Um, it's rigged. What news station aired Pastor Chris's promotion of CWW? Skyla, go ahead. WGZ. No. <laughs> That's very true, though. It wasn't. Yes, he did. He did go we on WJZ. On WJZ. It wasn't WJZ. Yes, it was. It was, yeah. No, I it met wasn't. Chris Pratt. Oh. Not Chris Pratt, but. <laughs> what? The guy. The, just, yeah, the guy that does the morning show. It was gay. It was Fox 45. Oh, shoot. Oh. <laughs> we are all types of wrong. <laughs> Shoot, I was thinking that too. I was like, I could see it. Oh my gosh, that's funny. What year really? was the KRC gala? Oh, because it was the fifth year, so it was 2017. Not fair. Yeah, that was pretty easy. All right, last one. Name five outreach events KRC has hosted in the last 10 years. Oh, 10 years. Oh, Wait, I know. Oh, I know, only I know. 10 years. Excuse me. Okay. <laughs> Stop being on the table. Go ahead. Um, uh, 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 men's <laughs> name the outreach boots. event. <laughs> men's stomping boots, men's boots, stop for the homeless. Okay, okay, you. women's toiletries. What? Uh, and then, um, gloves and mittens for the winter. That was all one time. What are you doing? Toiletries is not a name of an event. Well, that wasn't an event, it was just a drive. You have to, she's talking about events. This is, you said five? Spaghetti five? Dinners. I like three. Spaghetti dinners. Spaghetti dinners. Church without walls. Mm-hmm. Stop for the homeless. Mm-hmm. Does the time we gave out tracks count or was mm-hmm. that not an event? And then, um, 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 does the dorm thing I just did count? College. Not really. It's not really. Okay, outreach. then I'll come up with another one. Um, warm hands, warm hearts. Yep, it was Stop for the Homeless, Church of Our Walls, Warm Hands, Warm Hearts. We did a Christmas toy giveaway, we did spaghetti dinners, and we did door-to-door lunches one year. Oh, yeah. I didn't like that. With the first night. I also did not like that, but I I couldn't be a door-to-door back on it. I wish we could do it again. That's all I have. All right. Final thoughts, everyone. Final thoughts? 10 years? Final thoughts is how we recap everything, just in case you didn't. As the um, I, I want to know what spaghetti dinner are. I want to know why you guys rigged the trivia question. <laughs> I can answer a thing. So I can only have I'm like answer three questions. Lost. I'm sorry <laughs> that I can't control my age. Is it our fault that you were only alive? And spaghetti dinners were like huge community events where we invited the community into the church to eat On spaghetti. On like a Thursday or Friday. Yeah. And we just made we just made a boatload of spaghetti. It was like a party in the kitchen. It was fun. I hope you guys invite me again. This was fun. Thank you for coming. We enjoyed your input and your perspective. This is what I want to do in life. I just want to have a podcast. No, (laughs) I just want to nitpick them and then just talk about them with other people. You like discussing things. Well, we might bring you back for another episode. Yeah, for twenty years. We'll try. No, no, not wow. Did you hear that? That's oh, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. We love having it. Mm. All right. Um, that's no, final thoughts. I low key feel like we should do something really special with our last few minutes. Like I would say pop a bottle, but we cannot do that. We don't have a bottle to pop. Um, um, and pray. Like maybe we should. Oh, put, maybe we should. That's really. Can special. we have a discussion? Tray. tray. I thought she was about to say, "Let's have a discussion after we just discussed for <laughs> two hours." <laughs> she oh, said, "What do you want to discuss, man?" No, like no, just the way we pray is like not just like bow your head and close your eyes. Scott, we can talk about prayer on a different episode. No, no not talk about prayer, but like, oh, you want to have prayer where we open our eyes and look at each other? I like prayers like that too. 
Yeah, we just say it like <laughs> it's not a trust exercise. I don't <laughs> All right, dear God, why are y'all looking down? We just said we were going to do that anyway. Thank you for this time, for this podcast, for this platform that you've given us. And we thank you. We thank you for the position that you put us in, even when it was hard. We thank you for being there with us through the process and how far you've brought us and where you're bringing us to. Um, and we thank you for being there and for being the best father possible, always knowing what we need. Um, and I thank you for the people that you put in our lives to help us support us through this process for my siblings, my parents, and even the members colorful as they are. And I thank you for the ministries that you put in each and every one of us, whatever they might be, the blessings and assignments that you've given us. I ask that you give us all strength um, and faith to see them through and to continue on this path that you set us on. In Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, I'm thankful for your hand over our ministry and I'm thankful for everything that you've done I'm thankful that your hand is over all of our lives, over our pastor and first lady's lives, over our members' lives, over our leadership lives, where I'm thankful that you are in control and you know where we're going to end up and you know where we've been and you know everything in between. And I'm thankful that um, we all have the opportunity to bring glory to you through serving your people and building your church and developing your church. And I just ask that you would continue to have favor on us, continue to have grace and mercy um, in our lives, continue to be a light um, that we might follow you, that people would see Jesus in us, um, even in our ministry, Lord. And I just ask that you would continue to um, help us to be good examples of um, Christ for other people. And um, I just pray that you would protect us and keep us and continue to show us the way. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah. I get to make Becca to pray. You don't have to if you don't want to. No, I'm going to pray. And I'm going to say that I just um, am thankful to you, God, that you allowed us to have this time. You allowed us to be with my sisters and to have them take that fall for us and as the original pastor's kid it's really like really wise and I I just thank God for the way things <laughs> why are you laughing at my prayer I wasn't I, no. I wasn't though she was a little bit I wasn't though. <laughs> I just she's <laughs> sacrificing themselves. <laughs> oh my goodness. Sorry. So I was just looking at your prayer. I was just like <laughs> that's wild and bold, but if you're thankful, you're thankful, my guy. Cool. I'm going just thankful for um your wisdom and how you brought our family together and how you made each of our personalities unique and each of the experiences that happened in our lives were just enough for us to get mm -hmm. through them. And I thank you for being with our parents and being with us and please help us not to slack off in our relationship with you. Mm -hmm. And please help us to appreciate you more and not take our relationship or this church ministry for guaranteed and thank you for all the people and members in our lives that are here now and are here to come and ultimately we really love them even if they may not love us back amen amen, amen. 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 thank you amen Thanks. oh my god i'm so tired i'm tired too good night Oh, I'm tired. I know. She was tired from 10 years. But to each his own. No, I'm tired for tonight. All right. Good night. No, wait. Before we end, I think like that's a really good point, you know? What? Because because some people really like let themselves get tired. And I just, I mean, you know, like we all get tired sometimes. We all but do. 
you do really do have to pick and choose your battles as yeah. a as a PK as a person in ministry. It's true. You can't let everything get to you because there's too much stuff. Yeah, I think not enough space. Too much stuff. Not enough space. Sorry. I think I got tired real early on, and after a while, I just learned that like things are gonna go the way they go. Mm-hmm. I mean, it also has a lot to do with like other circumstances in your life. And I feel like it's a bit overwhelming because this is just like a small group of people. This is a relatively tiny church. Mm-hmm. This is not like what I guess God has promised in a way, kind of like I just feel like our parents have told us that like things are gonna get bigger and God has told them that things more things are gonna happen and they haven't happened yet, but this is just a lot, just like going to church every day and just like hearing it is overwhelming living it is overwhelming and having to abuse all those people is disgusting I mean, not disgusting but like she's getting ruder and ruder as I'm like, I'm so disgusting <laughs> oh my god it's not like that it's just yeah, we knew what she meant. She said they don't wash their hands. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know more than 40% of men don't wash their hands after they go to the bathroom? <laughs> it's not that kind of podcast. It's not that kind of episode, baby. Okay. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Good night. I would have to finish. Okay, Skylar, finish, finish, finish. She's going to edit you out anyway. Oh. I might not. Say something worth it. Okay. <laughs> worth our 45 minutes. Say something worth the 30 seconds you're going to take up. Okay. Well, um, I just want to say that um, it, even though, like, it does, like, have its challenges, it's still, like, really fun. And I think it has its advantages. And What's it that? pays off. Okay. And it's really good to put on your resume, I think. Like, I'm sorry. Who was putting PK out on their resume? Jesus. I would. <laughs> Is that Jesus a real thing? vouch for me. Is that a real thing? Jesus on my resume? Can we make that a thing? Because I would put that on a t-shirt. Sure. I would put that in a rap song. Can we sell that to someone? Yes. yes. Jesus on my resume is kind of hard. Jesus on my resume is our new brand. I love that. You're but, welcome. I said. Yeah. Can't All right. That, but sure. Um, Good night. Happy 10 years, everyone. Scott, it's been fun having you. It's been so fun. Glad you came. We will definitely bring you back. It no, wasn't. for sure. Yeah, you definitely have an interesting perspective. Your perspective is so necessary. We value your voice. We value your feedback. He sound like something I don't want to be. <laughs> Sounds like a cult. Good, right. night. Good night. Good night. I love you. <laughs>